welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary. Hopefully you had a good weekend. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you're watching on YouTube, um, thank you. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave a comment on anything that you see in this video today. Um, if you're listening in podcast form, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. So, um, today, normally on Mondays, we do a lot of NFL. Um, we'd be reacting to a big fight in the world of boxing, but um, I am currently on vacation. So, um, this is going to be uh, an NHL, uh, a bit of a NHL preview episode, uh, continuing in our NHL preview episodes. Anyway, um, as we look at the difference makers in the NHL, players who like really move the needle for their particular teams. Um, so that is what is on the agenda today. I had said that Tuesday would be a look at the Flames. Um, I, I just quite simply don't have anything prepared. Uh, it was kind of just to do one just to, to fill the space, and I don't want to be doing that. So um, Tuesday is going to be a day off. And then Wednesday, we will get back at it with, uh, I'll be back in Calgary, and we'll be uh, looking, again, NHL previewing and all the NFL stuff. And then the uh, the Canelo reaction will be coming up on Friday show. So that is all that is happening around these parts. Uh, follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. You can email this show, Diary at yahoo.com, or find me on Facebook. Find it on Facebook. Don't find me. Uh, it's Diary on Facebook. Uh, all right. Today is all about difference makers in the NHL. All right, looking at difference makers on each team in the NHL today. And difference maker can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, but I, I think these are guys who actually, like, move the needle on, on their teams. And if they were sent to another team, what would move said needle? Um, and I'm sure, like... Every team is going to assume that they have a ton of them on their squad, um, but th this is just from a, a lot of these. It's a, a 200 foot view out, and you, you'll just kind of pick up on it, uh, pick up on it as we go along. So we're getting off to a hot start. Anaheim, none. Uh, <laughs> honorable mentions to Drysdale, uh, Zegras, and Terry. Um, Drysdale more on what I think he could be, Zegras on what I thought he could have been, and Terry on what other people think he could be. Um, Zegras is someone who I thought was this dynamic guy, um, that Anaheim picked up, and look at this, that this is a dude that can help this team take a step forward, and really start to, to produce, and really start to, um, like, carry this team. It's been very clear through a couple of years. He's good, but he's not a needle mover by any stretch, I don't think. Um, Drysdale, I, I do think like he has that unique skating and skill and awareness abilities that I think could make him a difference maker. We just haven't seen it yet. And Terry, a lot of people think he is, so I, I put he's getting paid as if he is. So I'm putting him on, on, on the honorable mention list. I've just never seen it with him. Uh, like, he, he seems fine. Like, if he got traded to a team that I cheer for or cover, okay, cool, that, that's a dude. But I, I don't know if he is moving the needle, so to speak. Arizona has a couple, uh, Clayton Keller and Jason Zucker, uh, both, I think. Clayton Keller, um, it, it's funny, when I was doing radio out here in Calgary, the Flames season wasn't going well, and so we were doing a lot of... Um, uh, mock draft simulator things, and the Flames kept. It was the year that they drafted Kachuk. The the claim that the Flames kept getting Clayton Keller. I was like, look, man, if the if this whole dog shit season ends with Clayton Keller 
This is going to be a disaster. Um, and it turns out Clayton Keller is quite good at the sport of hockey. Um, I think that we have just scratched the surface on his upside. And again, he's getting paid handsomely, but I, I think we've just kind of scratched the surface. Zucker is a player who I've always liked. And you, you look at some of the underlying numbers and they would back it up. Um, he, he is not like top 10 game changer or anything like that. But I do think that his acquisition by Arizona this season is going to help this team move the needle a little bit and kind of progress to where we've talked about on the show before, uh, an Arizona team that I think takes a bit of a step forward this season. Um, for Boston, they have three. Brad Marchand, um, David Pasternak, and Charlie McAvoy. Uh, this team would have had five, if not for a couple of um, off-season retirements in Bergeron and in Krejci. But like, like, what do you want to... Brad Marchand is just really fucking good. So is, is David Pasternak. I don't feel like I need to go too in-depth on, oh, well, this guy actually does this thing. No, 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 no. You know, you get it. Brad Marchand, David Pasternak, really fucking good. Uh, that that whole putting the puck in the net thing, skilled at it, quite skilled at it, in fact. So, um, yeah, don't need to, to put a whole lot into that. And Charlie McAvoy, his game has just rounded into um, just complete form. So McAvoy is certainly one of them. Um, for Buffalo, I have only one, and I kind of went back and forth on it. Um, Rasmus Dahlin is the one. I, I think, again, he is someone who, because Buffalo hasn't necessarily been on the national stage as much, we haven't seen as much from Rasmus Dahlin, but th this is is a player who a lot of people thought was a generational talent coming out of his draft year. And I think is someone who can take another step. He's another one where it just feels like we've scratched the surface. Um, honorable mention to three players on here. Tage Thompson, just, I, I need to see it one more time. Um, but it, it feels like he has developed into that sort of a player. But I just, I need to see it a little bit more. Um, you have Owen Power, who again, I feel like we just need to, to see it more. Like that, that one is more projection than what we have seen so far. And Alex Tuck, who again, he's not a guy who like go out, make everyone around you better or whatever, but he's the type of player that I think you win with. And maybe that's the, the list for next year. Um, but I, I feel like, the speed that he brings, and he can play a tough game, he can play a skill game, and it just, he, he he's not like you don't put him on your top line and, oh, hey, look at that problem solved, but you put him in your middle six, and all of a sudden your middle six gets appreciably better. So, yeah, Tuck is, is certainly one of those guys for me. Uh, Carolina, they have a few. Uh, Brent Burns, Andrei Svechnikov, Jacob Slavin, and Sebastian Ajo. Um, and quite frankly, um... Tivu Teravainen absolutely could have been um, an honorable mention on this list as well. This is just a really good hockey team. Um, Burns, I, I still think, is that dude. Um, obviously, offensively, there, there is a great deal of upside. Defensively, the, the size that he brings, um, he can certainly help in those areas as well. Just a, a well-rounded nature to his game. Svechnikov... Um, the, the shot is a weapon, uh, a driver of possession. And, and Slavin is just... Just so sound and so good. Um, and then Sebastian Ajo, I think, is the, the star here. Again, 200-foot game. Um, someone who can put the puck in the net, makes players around him better. Just one of the most talented players in the National Hockey League today. Um, so that gets it. Columbus has two, Johnny Gaudreau and Patrick Laine. Um, Laine is borderline, but just that shot is a game changer. And Johnny Gaudreau is one of those elevates everyone around him sort of dudes. Now we get to the one that I cover here, and it is the Calgary Flames. And they have a bunch of honorable mentions. I only have one down for the Flames, for actual difference makers. And to me, it's Chris Tanev. You look at what the Flames have done defensively since bringing in Chris Tanev. Um, they put Noah Hannafin with Tanev, and it just unlocked 
a new skill set, it seems like, for 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 Hannafin. Like he just like, oh wow, Noah Hannafin is evolving. Um that's that's kind of what it has felt like. Um Rasmus Anderson gets put with him. All of a sudden he finds a new level to his game. Oliver Shillington's best season with the Flames was with Tanev. Do you notice a pattern here? Um Tanev is the guy who elevates everyone who he plays with. Quinn Hughes, when pulled away from Tanev, all of a sudden, it took him a while to look like um, Quinn Hughes again. So th this is someone who just makes everyone on his pairing not only better, but like the best version of themselves. Um, if that's not a difference maker, I don't know what is. Honorable mention, um, Huberto was one up until last year. So he gets the honorable mention because if he's just toast, then he's not. But if he is... Anything like what he was in Florida, that the guy is still 100% a difference maker. Um, Nazem Kadri, again, um, last year was kind of a down year, but has been in the past, and so makes it on the honorable mention list. I put Mackenzie Weger on here, um, and that one is, again, more projection than anything. I feel like, and I said this a bunch last year, they only scratched the surface with what this kid could do with the, the offensive side of things and then the skill that he provides on the defensive side. So I feel like... If he can't, like, he has the potential to be that. We just haven't seen it fully yet. Um, and Michael Backlund is the last one. And he is another one who just everyone put on his line got better. Um, and it, it feel the reason I put Backlund on there is that feels like a uniquely I watch 82 Calgary Flames games a season point of view. Um, probably every team has it. Like, Anaheim might have their version of Michael Backlund. Um, Silverberg for a while. But um, Detroit might have it. But I, I just... I feel like I only have Backlund here because I watch this team on a, a regular basis. So it felt unfair. Um, Chicago, they have one. Taylor Hall, they have an honorable mention. Connor Bedard. We just haven't seen it yet in the NHL. Um, so Connor Bedard, like, um, probably will be. That that seems like a fairly safe guess, right? He probably will be. Um, but for Taylor Hall, like, you look at the change that he made in life for the, the New Jersey Devils um, and uh, helped elevate, not that Boston needed a ton of help, but helped elevate the, the Boston Bruins. And now going to Chicago, he is absolutely going to be a difference maker. Like, he, he is not the elite of the elite anymore, but I still think he is someone who, who elevates those around him. Colorado has, like, 15 um, Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCart, those seem obvious. Um, they have game-breaking speed and skill that can just alter the course of a game in a matter of seconds. So it's them. Um, Devon Taves is one. Devon Taves? Devon Taves? I always get it wrong. But... Um, when he is out there with Makar, they are just simply the best defensive pairing in the league. Um, and I, I think that his skills set uniquely sets up with talented young defensemen to allow them to, to, to do their thing. So he gets it for, for me just because he helps unlock things much like Tanev in Calgary. He helps unlock things that I think other defensive partners wouldn't necessarily. Um, Miko Rantanen and Gabriel Landeskog, um, again, like just skilled young players, Landeskog leadership out the wazoo, all of that. Um, Rantanen, physical player can like just both these guys, like they're, they're just on this list cause they're really good. So Expert analysis there. Um, and honorable mention, Arteri Lekkonen, like, he was uh, a great playoff performer for them on, on the route to the Stanley Cup and has made some big plays. I just don't know if he has as much impact to, to make this list, but he is another kind of in the Michael Backlund one where it just kind of feels like everyone plays really well when they're with him. And Bowen Byram is a projection one. Um, we just haven't seen it yet, but um, if injuries would just fuck off with this kid, then I think he could be really, really good and make this list next year. Um, Dallas has two. I put Rupe Hints on there. We, we've seen it long enough now that 
the the speed and skill that he provides is just a problem in a game and the, the way that he goes out and approaches the sport that it either catches teams off guard or they have to alter things for him but it just makes teams uncomfortable to play against or it makes Dallas uncomfortable to play against and so he becomes difficult um and Miro Heiskanen all the, the speed, skill, and sense you could want from a, a blue liner. Um, watching it in a, a seven-game series against the Flames a couple of years ago, the kid is just spectacular. So he gets the nod on this one. Um, honorable mention to Jason Robertson. I just need to see it one more year um, with the, the amazing goal totals and everything. If he does it again next year, then he is absolutely on this list. Uh, Detroit, I have none. Um, honorable mentions, Dylan Larkin, he's been around a while, but just hasn't he hasn't been that guy to elevate this team. And Moritz Sider, like, it feels like he's on the brink of that, but he's just not there yet with Detroit. Um, Edmonton, they have a couple. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Feels like that should be obvious. You know, bet, like, two of the three best players on planet Earth. Connor McDavid, just prodigious skill and talent out the wazoo. Leon Dreisaitl, everything you would possibly want in a hockey player. Um, so those seem obvious. I'm also putting Matthias Ekholm on here, just because of the difference he made as soon as he went to Edmonton. He just got to the Oilers and everything fit for them defensively. Um, and I'm putting Evan Bouchard on as an honorable mention. Just need to see it. Um, that, that one, again, is a bit more of a projection. Um, Florida has three. Matthew Kachuk, the difference he made last year, helping take this team to the, the Stanley Cup final and the difference his exit out of Calgary um, made. He is someone who sees the ice so good. Um, and just like almost better than anyone. Like he, he, you can just like, he, he thinks the game at an extremely high level and then has the talent to, to go back it up. Um, and has the physicality and all that, that pesty stuff that sometimes can be a bit bullshit, but sometimes works. Um, so he, yeah, j game changer, um, culture changer, all of those sorts of things. Alexander Barkov, um, this one just falls again into the, he's really talented sort of a thing. And he makes players around him better and kind of creates space for them. And then Aaron Ekblad, um, I don't know if he's ever like, I was going to say if he's never reached his potential or anything like that. Um, but I, I still, I still feel like there's another level that he could get to, but he's really good. Um, and honorable mention to Carter Verhage, someone who drives possession or helps drive possession really well and um, just puts the puck in the net a ton. So that felt like an on, a, a good honorable mention, but I, Again, I don't know how much of that is him and how much of that is players he's played with, but um, his arrival in Florida helped elevate that offense, and it was too much for me to ignore. Um, the LA Kings have two. They've been there for a thousand years. It's Drew Doughty and Andre Kopitar. They're still, they have always thought the game at a really high level. Um, skill levels have certainly dropped off on both of them, but I think not to the point where they stop making differences. Um, in Minnesota, it's one, Kirill Kaprasov. He showed up there, and this team just spit out 100 points every year. Um, the, the, the skill that he has, has completely changed the outlook of the Minnesota wild. Not only was he a difference maker, he was a franchise changer out in Minnesota. And honorable mention to, to Jared Spurgeon, you look at any, um, any column on natural stat trick and Spurgeon is right toward the top for the, the Minnesota wild. I just, I don't know if he is right at the tippy top for, uh, difference makers to me. So th this was just a feel one more than, than anything. Uh, Montreal has won. It's Cole Caulfield. What he is able to do offensively is so dynamic and so gifted and so excited to see him continue to grow. Um, New Jersey is a few. Jack Hughes, again, this one just falls under the, he's really fucking good category. Um, Damon Severson is one. You look at the, the secondary stats and holy shit, that dude 
just the the I don't know if the puck ever enters the defensive end when he's out on the ice. Um, Dougie Hamilton, kind of the same thing. Just uh, again, cerebral player, thinks the game really well, sees the ice extraordinarily well, and um, offensively rather gifted as well. I put Timo Meyer there as well. I, I feel like. Um, he plays a style that is extremely difficult to defend and thus makes everyone around him better. And he's very good at it as well. Like, power forwards can try, but Timo Meyer succeeds. Um, and honorable mentions Tyler Toffoli, the offensive upside that he brings is just too much to, to ignore. Um, Nashville has two, Roman Yossi, and our first goalie on the list, I think, um, UC Saros. The, those, like, Yossi is falling off a little bit. So that this one is probably a Lifetime Achievement Award in the art of difference-making. But um, UC Saros single-handedly dragged that team into playoff contention a year ago. Uh, the New York Islanders have three. Matt Barzell, Bo Horvat, and uh, Ilya Sorokin. Uh, Sorokin, again, th this one just falls under being really good. Matt Barzell, playmaking ability makes everyone around him better. Um, and Bo Horvat, I just feel like the, like... God, this is so fucking lame, but leadership uh, that, that he brings is, is a, a difference maker alone, but then um, is kind of a bull in the china shop offensively, can cause a lot of chaos, and is calm under pressure as well. So, cliche as it may be, Bo Horvat falls into this category. The Rangers have a few. Um, Adam Fox has just turned into one of the best defensemen in the league. Artemi Panarin, the change that he made to the New York Rangers when he went from Columbus to the Rangers cannot be ignored instantly made everyone on his line better and turned Mika Zibanejad into a, oh man, that guy just never really hit to, oh shit, one of the best players in the league. So um, Panarin, I think, gets credit for that. Vincent Trocek, um, the, the two-way game that, that he is able to play. Um, and again, smarts, knows the game, sees the ice really well, all those sorts of things. Chris Kreider has now just turned into a veteran. Um, a lot of fan bases hate him. Um, so he can kind of make a difference in that way. But th he has still, I think, game-changing speed um, down the wing and uh, a scoring ability that can help. And then um, Igor Shosturkin, again, just falls in the really good category. The Ottawa Senators actually have a bunch. Um, and that's why th there's a lot of high hopes out in Ottawa. I feel like it kind of got overlooked a little bit, but Claude Giroux had a pretty good season out in Ottawa. Um, possession numbers wise, like he was excellent. Um, didn't help, but, um, he, he had a, a very, very strong year and a much better year than I expected on, on kind of second look through the numbers. Um, Brady Kachuk, again, like he just changes the identity of a hockey team. So all the things I said for Matthew, just kind of copy and paste to, to Brady. Um, Tim Stutzla, Signs the big contract and does not disappoint. Speed, skill for days. Um, I, I feel like has that leadership quality. Never met the dude, but kind of feels like it from 500 feet away. Um, so he gets on here. Josh Norris gets on here for a weird reason. It feels like when he went down, things went to shit in Ottawa. Like whenever he's not healthy, it gets really, really spectacularly bad for the Ottawa Senators. So he makes the list. And Jacob Chikrin falls into this category as well. I think a full season of having Chikrin out in Ottawa is going to be a massive change for the Sens. Uh, Philadelphia has one. It is Travis Connecting, And honestly, it might not even be that anymore. This one might be more of a, a lifetime achievement. But again, a 200-foot game that I think would help elevate any team. And the fact that the Flyers have not traded him and guys like Lawton and all of that is nothing short of shocking to me. I have no idea what the Flyers are doing. Uh, Pittsburgh has three. This may surprise you. It's Malkin Crosby and then e Eric Carlson. Um, when Carlson is right, which he was last year, it is game-breaking. It is um, just like season-altering what he is able to do. 
Malkin and Crosby, like, you, you know what it is. Malkin, the size, skill, uh, again, just like kind of how you would draw up a hockey player in a lab. And Sidney Crosby is like if you put the entire sport of hockey, just like crammed the book into a dude's brain. That's what you would get with, with Sidney Crosby. Still thinks and plays the game at an extremely high level. Um, San Jose, I went Tomas Hurtle. Uh, again, I, I've just I like the, the style of play that he has, and I feel like if he was on uh, a better team, then a lot of people would, would recognize what he's able to do. But he is borderline on this list for sure. Um, Seattle has three: Vince Dunn, Adam Larson, and uh, Jordan Everly. Um, Dunn, one of those guys who just feels like he makes every defensive pairing that he is on the best. Um, Adam Larson gets shit on a lot because he got traded for Taylor Hall, but I, I still feel like. Um, maybe not in your top pairing, but he does make your team defensively better. And Jordan Eberle still has, uh, I think, the offensive skill set that can turn a game on a dime. Um, and that's very valuable in this league. St. Louis has one, uh, Pavel Buchnevich, uh, again, offensive skill and, and uh, an offensive upside that I think can, can turn a team around and turn a game around. He is someone who I've wanted the Flames to target for forever. Um, and we'll see if St. Louis falls off here a little bit. And it feels like Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo are like right on that cusp um, with, again, offensive upside, skill, speed, all of those things. Those guys 100% have it. Um, Tampa Bay, it feels like they should have like a thousand, but... Um, they currently have five, uh, Nikita Kucherov. Yeah. 115 points, um, uh, bomb of a shot, all those things, that guy, um, Brayton point obviously uh, does not welt under, or sorry, wilt under pressure. Probably doesn't welt either. Um, but a, a skill set that is so incredible to watch that it, it has to make a difference no matter where he goes. Steven Samkos, uh, probably a lifetime achievement award, but still really, really good. Um, Mikhail Sergachev, I think that he is so unique on that blue line um, and just helps kind of unlock a, a little bit more of the offensive upside on that team. And then Andre Vasilevsky, we will see the difference he makes when he's out for a couple of months here to start the season. Uh, Toronto only has three. Um, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and William Nylander. Uh, like, Matthews, power forward, strong, can skate, offensive upside, scores a billion goals obvious. Um, William Nylander has shown in big moments that he can do all of the things that you would want, um, has a, a speed and skill game, but can also kind of sneaky play hard. And Mitch Marner, uh, one of the top like playmakers in the league, can also kill penalties for you. I did not put John Tavares on here. John Tavares is still good, but difference maker, I don't think so anymore, um, given what we saw in the postseason uh, last year um, and just kind of all in the lead up to it, it. It just doesn't feel like he has that level to his game anymore. Still good, but not making this list. Uh, the Canucks have three, Quinn Hughes, Thatcher Demko, and Elias Pettersson. Honorable mention to, to Brock Besser, but um, Quinn Hughes, the, the skill set that he has on that blue line, it, it's a shame what's going on in Vancouver because I feel like he should be talked about amongst the Makars and the Heiskanens of the world. Um, Elias Pettersson, Pettersson should be talked about uh, among the, the top players in the National Hockey League, given what, what he can do with the, the puck offensively. Like, it is... I mean, it's, it's an obvious comparison because it's Vancouver, but it's Sedin-esque what this kid can do. And then Thatcher Demko almost single-handedly dragged the Canucks to the Western Conference Finals back in the bubble. Um, and it, if he were on any other team, he'd be getting Vezina votes. So, and Brock Besner again, offensive upside. Um, for Vegas, Mark Stone is just the identity of that team. 200-foot game, um, can play super physical, great offensive upside, but just shut down dude defensively as well. William Carlson, I still think he has um, an offensive game and a speed and skill set that 
elevates those around them. Shea Theodore, when he turns it on, because um, he, he was a little bit off at points in the playoffs, but when he turned it on, they, they were just unstoppable. Um, and, and he has that ability. A little bit more consistency you would mind, but um, holy shit, is he good. And then Jack Eichel in the just better than almost everyone in the world um, category. He falls into that. Uh, Chandler Stevenson gets an honorable mention to me. He's just like, he's one of those depth guys that when you have him, it feels like you have the best depth in the league, if that makes sense. Winnipeg actually has quite a few. Um, Nikolai Ehlers, Kyle Connor, Josh Morrissey, Mark Shifley, and Connor Hellebuck. Now, didn't make a difference last year, but, or didn't make much of a difference. They do make the playoffs, but they've kind of fallen off a little bit. Um, Ehlers and Connor, I feel like, well, Connor just, like, wakes up and scores 30 goals a season. Ehlers, it, it just, it was kind of a use, it's kind of been a usage thing for me, but, and look, I, like, I've, I've complained about it in Calgary, where it's like, oh, man, this guy just didn't get a fair shake. Like, yeah, not everyone can play with before Gaudreau, now Huberto. Um, so, oh, Ehlers, they just haven't used him right. It's like, well, at some point, maybe you're just not right to be used, right? But um, I, I, I still think there is a ton of talent with Nikolai Ehlers, and we, we have only scratched the surface. So maybe should have been an honorable mention, but he, he makes it on the list here. Josh Morrissey finally kind of reached his potential of being one of the, the best defensemen in the National Hockey League with his, his skating ability sense in both the offensive and defensive zones. Um, Mark Shifley, phenomenal offensive player. Maybe a difference maker for the wrong reason, defensively, but the offensive game certainly makes up for it. And then Connor Hellebuck is just one of the best in the world at what he does, so that makes you a difference maker. Lastly, it's Washington, and it's two. It's Backstrom, and it's Ovechkin. You, you still have to, like, pay so close attention to both of those guys that they just make such a difference on a hockey club. So, that is our continuing NHL preview, as today we looked at the difference makers in the NHL. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Once again, my name is Peter Klein. You can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I am at primetimeklein, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. You can email the show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Also find Couch Potato Diary on Facebook. Coming up um, on the show tomorrow, nothing. Like I said, one I had penciled in a Calgary Flames thing, but just getting ready for vacation and stuff. It would have just been thrown together and that's not what I want to do. So we're not doing it. Uh, back to your regularly scheduled programming on Wednesday. Once again, like the video, subscribe to the channel, or on podcast form, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you can, and I will talk to you all later.